think that Disney Plus is going to be very good for the MCU. So far in the movies, there's been a, let's say, visual consistency that some of us feel we'd like a little bit of a break from. Also, a lack of character development. Not to say that there hasn't been any character development, but we haven't really had the chance to do any deep dives on any of the characters, especially beyond, you know, like the, the main three, the, the, you know, the MCU's trinity to date. But WandaVision does all that. It's very different stylistically. There are artistic style choices made with the cinematography and the costumes. And there's lots of acting because we really are doing a deep dive with these characters. And it's just an utter delight. And do you know what surprised me the most about WandaVision though? That it's so romantic. It's so romantic. And it's a little sexy too. We're gonna talk about that, but don't worry. This is a non-spoiler review of WandaVision. And before we get to like the episodes, how they are in a little bit more detail, but again, no spoilers. First, I wanna start off with some answers to your burning questions. But again, don't worry, no spoilers. I'm very careful here. I made sure that there were no spoilers in this review because there is an awful lot that's not in the trailers, even in the first three episodes. We, we have actually seen very little of WandaVision and it's fantastic. So episodes one and two debut this Friday, a doubleheader, while we get just one episode the Friday after. Just one episode and it's still just around half an hour. Well, episode three is where things really start to pick up and fast. Now, the first two episodes are almost entirely very impressive recreations of Dick Van Dyke and Bewitched. We go right into it. There's no setup. There might be some backstory later on as to how this all happened because, you know, again, the show is nine episodes and there are several nods in the first three episodes to Wanda's past. There are also clever and cute winks to the MCU overall here and there and a general sense of foreboding, which sometimes comes to the forefront. But that's it in terms of the bigger picture in the first three episodes. However, it's very clear that it's Wanda and Vision as the stars of these sitcoms. They know who they are, basically. And they're here, let's say quirks, are incorporated in very clever and funny ways into the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. So yes, episode three, 70s, is the Brady Bunch. But already things are unraveling here quickly with far more nods to the MCU and a little bit of, you know, we start to explore what might really be happening to Wanda and Vision, creating a very satisfying in episode three and exciting. It's about 25 minutes, but every episode also starts with the last time on Wanda on WandaVision. So you're getting about 22 minutes of story here, and at the, there's no end credit scenes, but there is a nice little, um, you know, credit sequence that they have at the end instead of the front. Um, but I felt, I did not feel cheated in terms of story with each episode. However, that's because I got to watch all three of them in a row. Um, I do feel they should have released all three this Friday. I think the first three make a nice, sweet little package. It's very exciting, and we will have a lot to talk about after episode three. I have some stuff to talk about after episode one and two, which we'll do after the episode airs, but after three, oh, we're really gonna go to town. So yes, the first three episodes have fun, unique, different openings, complete with a theme song, which was recently revealed. I don't feel any of the three songs were particularly memorable. Like in episode two, they're basically just saying WandaVision again and again. There was like no song. 
But they do do a nice job complete. The songs do a nice job completing the overall effect of having an opening sequence. And I liked all three. I loved all three opening sequences. In fact, I thought they were a delight. Now, if you aren't familiar with these sitcoms, Dick Van Dyke, The Dick Van Dyke Show, Bewitched, and The Brady Bunch, I highly recommend that you watch at least one episode of each one before watching the corresponding episode of WandaVision. Otherwise, you won't appreciate just how incredibly well each sitcom is replicated here, from the acting to the costumes to the sets to the writing. And that goes a long way in making you appreciate these early episodes. I thought it was fantastic, but I can imagine those of you who are like, I've never seen these shows being like, can we hurry it up a little bit? Uh, You can find Dick Van Dyke and Bewitched on Amazon for free with ads, while Hulu has the Brady Bunch and also has the Dick Van Dyke show. Speaking of ads, each of the first three episodes has a commercial, a Marvel commercial, that also not only reflects the time period, but has an Easter egg. A very tiny Easter egg! Nothing's going to be huge in these first three episodes, but that doesn't mean that there aren't clues, which is kind of makes it makes it more fun. I urge you not to overlook anything. Uh, so you do feel like you're putting together a mystery and you find yourself while you're watching the episode. And I even rewound afterwards to get some freeze frames. We're going to talk about all this after the episode airs. Uh, to, to get to better get the clues. And again, we'll break this down every Friday uh, after the episodes have gone up. One and two this Friday, and three the week after. I've already compiled a pretty good list of very subtle MCU references, uh, and I just just finished watching the episodes. I'm going to go over it one more time before I do my spoiler review. And also, I already have some theories as to what I think is really going on. Oh, it's fun. But yes, WandaVision is a slow burn. The first first two episodes don't have a Baby Yoda moment. Uh, kind of, maybe. The second one does. But it's very subtle, and you have to know the comics to really appreciate it. But if you do know the comics, you will be excited. Uh, But it's not, episode two doesn't have the cliffhanger that episode three does. Episode three should have been up on Friday. Ah, sucks. All right, but anyway, the real joy, though, of the first three episodes, besides putting the mystery, which is fun. It's a lot, lot of joy here. But what I really thought was wonderful was spending so much time with Wanda and Vision, who we've only gotten glimpses of so far in the movies. The movies are crowded, and these are second, if not third-tier characters. And what's even better than spending time with Wanda and Vision is that you very much get the feeling that they're enjoying spending the time together, too. Ah, the feels! And again... Even though these are sitcoms, uh, Wanda and Vision know that they're Wanda and Vision to a degree. And they also therefore feel like Wanda and Vision. You really feel like you're spending time with the characters, finally. Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are very much a team here. It's called WandaVision. She is going to be a major catalyst towards the end of the series, as fans of the comics know. But it really is a two-hander. They both do a wonderful job creating very layered, charismatic performances with lots of nuances, especially when things start to unravel. And they both have million-dollar smiles. They look fantastic. The show, as I said, is also a sexy show. Unlike the classic sitcoms that it's modeled after, WandaVision does not ignore the fact that its two lead characters are very attracted to each other, very physically attracted to each other. And they also look fantastic. From Wanda's glittery swimsuit costume at the Town Talent Show in Episode 2, to a very tight sweater that Vision wears in the opening credits for Episode 3. It's a quick shot, but you will notice it. I was like, I had no idea you had those kind of muscles, Paul Bettany. He's like, why do you think I wore the sweater? 
Wanda and Vision are truly in love, and it's beautiful to see, but also terrifying, because you know it's not going to go well. Damn it! Uh, although it's going to be fun to watch. On that note, though, their relationship, also in the first two, three episodes, is too perfect. Clearly a fantasy. You're like, wow, you guys never argue, and you're always interested in what the other one has to say constantly. But that, you know, it's a fantasy, but that makes you understand why, ultimately, they don't want to leave it. Uh, I don't know if they totally want to stay in it. It's like super saccharine. But you know, it's the honeymoon period of a relationship. Uh, what's also different from those classic sitcoms is that WandaVision is much more diverse. They have so many characters here that we have not seen in the trailers or only saw, saw glimpses of who are actually, you know, have a lot of lines. There's a, there's a, there's a big supporting cast of characters here. Uh, and everyone does a great job working to recreate the feel of the sitcoms, which is really nice. Although I have some theories as to who they really are. Catherine Hahn and Tayona Paris are both excellent, and that's all that I'm going to say about them here. But they, there are actually a lot more male characters on this show than advertised. So it's not, I mean, I felt that the, the ads and the posters were very, you know, female-centric. But again, the show itself is very much Wanda and Vision, and both like their their friends and their groups, and you really do feel like it's more the story of a couple and their community. As for what's happening outside this world, we've seen the helicopters, trucks, and uh, sword agents in the trailers, and sword is very much casting a shadow over the, these first three episodes, as are two other organizations. Oh boy, and that's all I'm gonna say. I strongly feel, again, as I said, all three episodes should have been released this Friday. I think some hardcore MCU fans who are eager to get back into it, back into this world building, which the MCU is so good at, and especially fans who also aren't familiar with the sitcoms, might feel a bit shortchanged after having just watched episodes one and two this Friday. But hang in there and also go back and rewatch episodes one and two, because if once you're like, that's it, go back and you'll see that's not it there are significant clues already, even in the first two episodes. And then next Friday, it's gonna start to really start to really rumble. And I'm not gonna say it's gonna take off like a rocket, but the engines are definitely revving. I think episode four is gonna be bonkers. All right, but since I'm, since I'm familiar with all these sitcoms, uh, which by the way, added a very cozy, nostalgic feeling to watching the first three episodes, particularly the first two, they were very cozy. Plus, I know the comics, the basic story of Wanda and Vision, and that helps as well. Not only because, you know, you can easier, it's easier to put the puzzles, uh, puzzle pieces together. And also you're so happy to see it realized. You're like, it's happening. That's great. Uh, bottom line, I'm just so happy to see Wanda and Vision so happy. And I'm ready to see them fight for that happiness. And I think that the first three episodes do a good job of making you feel that it's something worth fighting for. Oh, it's beautiful. So that's my non-spoiler review for WandaVision. The first two episodes drop tomorrow. Uh, and uh, right away, as soon as you watch them, head, up, head back over here and we can talk spoilers about what, what goes on. Share your thoughts down below. Subscribe today. And of course, as always, you can check out some more videos right now.